What's up? It's Microphone Rocky, and with everything going on right now, we can all use a lot more positivity in our lives. Thankfully, we got Renee Washington here with Positive Vibes Only. Yes, so we're shifting from the West Coast to now the dock. The one and only. Um, now, look, I have to say, I have been working on your name for so long, and I'm good. I'm go it's Gershom Sikala is how you say your name. Yeah, you said it but, right. You said it right, you know. Uh, I just tried uh, to say. <laughs> you're not the first one. Actually, I started working on my name as well for a long time. I don't know why they yeah. gave me some complicated names. <laughs> you know what it is when you are unique one of a kind a talent like yourself you need a name that's going to stand out for people where you can't just be a joe schmo you've got to be dr gershom sakala who's who's an author so for those of you that are tuning in this man right here has done a lot of incredible things you are an author you are a philanthropist you have a book that cracked the number one Amazon best-selling list within a matter of 24 hours. You've worked with celebrities as an as a minister and a mentor for them, and you are all over bringing positive vibes, which I love. And I'm so happy to have you here on the show. So welcome. And how have you been? How's it going? Uh, been great. Uh, things are going very well. Um, you know, we just uh, uh, staying focused. You know, you don't look. You don't. You don't look at too much negativities, otherwise you'll be buried with it. So you just look at the good out of whatever is going on. And, uh, and you have been doing incredible things. I, I, like, uh, I, li I like the way you do like uh, planted, but not buried. Most people Thank you. buried, they need to be planted. Uh, you know, being planted right here in Los Angeles in a Hollywood area, it has been such a joy. I never even knew that I work with celebrities or what, I was just, doing my thing, encouraging people and bringing life to people. Yeah, this is a West Coast overload right now that's happening. This was not planned. Uh, we're apparently all, we have you and our previous guest, Harry, both in California. Myself, I'm in Jersey. I'm feeling a little outnumbered here, but it's okay. Um, but uh, I really appreciate it. He did incredible. He did forest. He did incredible. I was just listening to the whole entire show. I don't usually finish the shows when I'm watching, but if I finish it, it's really nice. It was really good and inspiring. Oh, I appreciate you, you with those kind remarks. That means a lot. Um, and, and I like that both of you have these positive stories that are great to share. And um, hopefully for our audience, they'll be able to connect in a really positive way. So, you know, as you mentioned, being in LA and the work that you do, you wear many hats. And, uh, you know, I respect that because you are helping people in so many unique ways that you're connecting with them at where they need to be met versus just, you know, um, writing books or just doing one thing. You're diversifying yourself that you can reach them through reading, through speaking, through uh, whatever it is. I know you're at a ton of events that you're a part of. So I have to take it back. What even made you decide to go this route that you're going to be such a humanitarian and philanthropist? to give back through your career and your work? Uh, I've realized that uh, um, I've realized that life is about giving back. Uh, in 2006, I took a trip to India where I spent time with uh, uh, Mother Teresa had already gone, but I, I stayed at the house of the original house of Mother Teresa. So when I was there, I saw how dedicated this short woman, uneducated, but she's got a great heart to saving the Indian people. Then I, um, 
then I've read stories about Hadma Gandhi. Uh, of course, uh, um, my dad met uh, uh, um, Martin Luther Jr. Uh, you know, during their time. So I've inspiration in different places um, and also being surrounded with uh, people of Nelson Mandela being in that crowd. But but the thing is being an African, I, I thought like most Africans have not exploded enough their potential. Most of them, they have come to just place of uh, following what everyone else is doing, but it's, it's just going to school, get educated and get a job. Yes, mm. going to school is very important and get educated and get a job. But I think the, there is something, there is always more. Um, I was, a uh, um, few days ago, I spent my time in the studio recording my new song. Uh, and, and this producer was produced many people, was produced Asha's, produced Madonna's, produced Katy Perry and all this. Now he's producing my song. Um, so he was just saying that you're not just a, you're not just a, a mentor yourself. There's also music inside you. Then I said, I went, wait a minute, ah, I'm an author, I'm a speaker, I'm a humanitarian, now a musician. Then I, I just said, actually, you can't just have one thing doing. You can just explore yourself. There is so much that we have inside us. Uh, you know, I, I mentor sports people. I've been mentoring sports people for a long time, uh, on and off. Uh, in 2006, again, I had opportunity to go to the world cup in germany where i was i was a world coordinator for the world cup for the humanitarian part let's say if they 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 the athletes get injured or discouraged they would invite me to encourage them with my team so we were there uh the um fifa what's blood we saw plata there the the that is for soccer african soccer it's so blood. Mm -hmm. uh, um, some of these people are, de are dead. The, the Secretary of the United Nations, Kofi Annan, was there. We saw all these people like just to, they said, Why are you here? I said, We're here because we want to, to encourage them. And how we got into all these stadiums and we got all these flan seats and all that, they said, They said, uh, What job are you here? I said, I'm a volunteer to inspire them to do better. So as a result, I will be invited to motivate them that you can do it. You can, you know, just look at your future. Do not look at this. Um, you know, I thought I would share that piece of thing that happened in 2006, but what I love is I love people. And I mm. think every person just needs an encouragement. Every person just needs an encouragement. And one of the way that I express myself, I express myself through books. I express myself through books because uh, I think not so many Africans have written books. Most of the books are written by the Western. And I, I love the Western people. I love all the lessons. But I think uh, with, we have a lot of more African Black, African authors now, which I'm pretty very happy. But... But 20 years ago, or even 50 years ago, there wasn't many who wrote. But for me, I just wanted to, uh, to inspire gener generations now and a generation to come. 
because books will always remain. Um, mm. So every experience I have, I write books. Um, and it's, it's just amazing, like, uh, all these positions, actually, they found me. Um, they found me things that I've done since I was, I started speak, preaching the gospel. I started out as a preacher at the age of 14, as a preacher. Wow. You are incredible. Um, but also, as you're sharing, you know, I think something that's just remarkable to me is all these different hats that you've worn, you know, all these different successes and ways that you've been able to connect with people. You know, you talk about writing being a big part of who you are and being a, a, a 14 year old preacher, which is remarkable. And even as you mentioned, um, as you're just casually talking about Mother Teresa and Nelson Mandela and these very pivotal people in our world that you've been able to connect with in some way and be able to be inspired by and learn through and, and walk in their footsteps and to even be someone, as you mentioned, that's can sing. I mean, is there anything you don't do is my question. <laughs> is there anything uh -huh. you are not talented at or don't do is my first question that I'm like waiting to uh -huh. see where you're human. And then uh -huh. you don't, you have a flaw. <laughs> what is it that your mind cannot, cannot accommodate? Mm, this is true. The, the, when you allow when you allow the your mind when your mind says yes there is nothing impossible if you can't sing you can talk through music there are some of these musicians when when i hear them they're not singers they just talkers and they just connect the sound true. and they're famous they're there so you need to first and foremost don't try to become somebody else try to become yourself if you can find yourself and learn to risk with yourself uh, that's one thing I love about sports. You never find out how good you are, not until you go into the gym or you find a coach or you train. And most of the best athletes, uh, um, the world changes. They never even had a mentor. They never even had a coach. But they had something within them, courage and boldness to step out. Then, then the mentors found them. Then the coaches found them. That's one thing I like about mentoring because mentoring is like making people become better than yourself. So um, there, you can just know one muscle that it's only one muscle that works. Then when you keep working out, you realize you have this other muscle can be developed. This mm -hmm. is life is exciting. Life is exciting. We cannot just limit. You know, I was in Cape Town one time, just walking by the beach. And, and these people approaches me and they say, can you do voiceover? I said, I don't do voiceover. What is that? He says, you come to a studio tomorrow? I said, they said, we'll pay you. Then I said, sounds good. I said, but I've never done voiceover. Then I said, okay, I'll come. So I'm there in the studio in Cape Town, South Africa. There was, uh, they were filming I think, if I'm mistaken, uh, uh, it should be like SpongeBob. They were doing SpongeBob okay. in South Africa. 2006, again, a lot of things happened. And I was still younger than I am now in 2006. Really yeah, stop. <laughs> you're not aging. You're not aging, actually. <laughs> oh, uh, Time's passing, but you're not aging. <laughs> yeah. 
So they put the they put this my uh, the this headphones on. They say, listen to this voice. Can you imitate this voice? I said, I'll try. I've never done it. They had like 15 people that did the same thing. And this man came to me and said, your voice has been picked as number one. So we are paying you right now. They paid me 750 US dollars for five minutes of my voice to be in the SpongeBob. But what I didn't know is this. They asked me, said, do you need credits? Do you need a credit or do you want just to get paid? If you want credits, we don't have to pay you. But if you don't want the credits, we'll pay you. I never understood those terms, so I just pay me. So that's why you can't find my name, any credit when it comes to SpongeBob The Voice. Oh. Wow. I need to know which episode this is. Do you have... Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not afraid to admit I like SpongeBob. I'm really, I really yeah, do. Yeah. And I'm definitely curious now to know which episode you are in, in SpongeBob. Are you a specific character? Like I was specific. What character. was your line? <laughs> My line. I don't know what I said. I was just following these words. Then they gave me 750 US dollars for five minutes. I said, wow. Then the other one was this movie called Faith Like Potero. It's an old movie. It's a Christian movie. Then they asked me, can you do voiceover on this movie? I said, I've, um, I don't know if I've ever done it. Then I, did, then I was in Europe somewhere. I, I saw the cover said Faith Like Potero. Then I said, oh my God. So this was a big movie. For that one, they gave me the credits so you can really find it. So, 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 so you find that all these things were just happening. Um, you know, it, it's just amazing. Um, I could just say it's wow. divine setups, divine setups, like featured in the faith, like potato. I, I didn't even plan it. And I featured within actually even in another one uh, called Rx and Wonderland in Disneyland for one minute. They, when they were filming, when I was just going to enjoy Disneyland, then they asked me, said, "Can we? Can you be in the movie?" He said, "What is it? We're doing Rx and Wonderland." He said, "We really can do this. We want somebody like this." And there was audition. He said, "Are you on audition?" I said, "No, I'm just walking around." He said, "You're dressed like you're in auditions." And there, I featured for I think a minute or two. And they said, where can you watch this? They go on Disneyland Channel. But I've never watched myself, my piece. But I know the name of the movie. It's called Eric's in Wonderland. It says, fine, fun, all these adventures. You know, I'm sharing this on casual because these are like adventures of things that when you, when you wow. open your heart to possibilities and your mind, nothing is impossible. I mean, I'm a Bible teacher. I, am, I love the Bible. I've studied the Bible from... This is the revelation, but I'm not a religious person. I have a relationship with the creator. And, and, and that's what I tell people. They, mm -hmm. they, they say, are you religious? Many times they've asked me, are you religious? No, I'm not a religious, but I have a relationship with the creator. And that's where I get all these opportunities. And uh, people ask me, how did you write 16 books? I said, they come to me, then just write them. Um, you are, wow.
I, I, there's a lot to digest there because um, I think the biggest thing that you've just shared with us is, as you mentioned, the doors you can open when you are mentally open to, to possibilities. You know, I think a lot of times in life, people are so quick to say no to something or, or um, get discouraged or even just think, well, why would I do that? And, and as you're saying, why not? You know, if, if you have somebody approach you and come to find out it was for SpongeBob or for, for Disney or other, other TV appearances that you've now made, you know, those are opportunities that you easily could have dismissed because it didn't align with what you thought you were supposed to be doing. But as you're saying, it's, it's not what you thought. It's what the creator had in plan, you know, it planned for you. And I'm a very religious person as well. I do think everything does happen for a reason. There's there are no mistakes, no accidents, no surprises. So as you're saying, through your journey and your experiences, you've been able to open doors you didn't even know you were meant to walk through. You know, you've been able to step into things that you had no idea were for you. But also um, something that I want to touch on is the fact you have done so much writing 16 books, being a pastor, being a philanthropist making TV appearances, um, all these different roles that you've been able to, to work through. How do you go about juggling? You know, I'm someone that I'm nowhere near on your level, but I do a lot of things as well. And I know that's something I often get asked. So I'm going to now ask you, because I'm curious to know your thoughts on the best ways to navigate when your brain naturally has you working in a million different directions and all these ideas and words and, and concepts and books are rolling through your head. What works for you to best sort through this, prioritize, and be able to, to navigate all these ideas that you have? Um, for me, uh, it's a place of, of functioning at a place of resting, at a place of rest. Um, whenever you, you're panicking so much, you need to, to take a break, even if it's 20 minutes, just rest. Uh, I think a lot of people, the... They, they act on fear and they afraid of things. As a result, they make mistakes. Um, and one other thing is my faith is a big part of my life. Faith, faith is not just takes you to heaven. Faith is also can move mountains here on earth. If you have that strong faith, you know that you are loved and you know that there is something inside you bigger than life, bigger than anything else. That's your faith. That gives you your comfort. Uh, there's, this, there's this saying, you can do all things through him that gives you strength. Every human being has got the capacity to accommodate the impossible only when you open yourself and you must learn, you must learn to rest. Like I had a lot of things today. So what I did myself, I, before coming on, I, learned, I rested. I took, a, I took a nap for about... 20 minutes. Why? I forgot up for that. Those are the best minutes, naps, by the way. <laughs> yes. In that 20 minutes, I forgot about you. I forgot about myself and everything. Like, I don't have any schedule. Like, I don't have any schedule. I just relax. Then by the time uh, my 20 minutes is up, I feel relaxed. Do not panic. You have to learn to relax. So, number one is your faith. Second, you must you must uh, believe it. Faith is believing. Then you must also always know that there's three things I always talk. I talk about desire, faith, 
and also action. So when you desire something, have faith you can have it, then desire to achieve it. That's action. These are very important things. Um, and also, when, when did you take time for yourself? Learn to fellowship with yourself. Learn to, to study yourself. Like what, what makes, what gives me energy every morning or what discourages me? So when, when you go through things that gives you energy and discourages you, when you start trying to work out on those things that discourage you, how can I bypass this? How can I bypass this discouragement? Uh, and also avoid people that don't believe in you. They, they do not let your loneliness attract toxic people in your life. Sometimes when you're alone and lonely, you can really attract wrong people. I call it toxic people that can really cause you to, uh, to really go on a different direction. Um, I can tell you the other thing that I'm working on, that I've been working, I worked on on 2018, but two, three days ago, the dream came to pass. I always want, I love smearing good. I always wanted to have my own cologne which is the high-end cologne, not cheap one. So I invested into it, and, and now my cologne is ready, and the perfume for the women. And, and I, was, uh, I gave one to one of the sportsmen who, is, uh, who plays for the, uh, for the Saints. He is a big sportsman person. I'm not going to mention his name because I mentioned some of those ones. So um, he plays for Saints. So his wife smelled it and said, this Cologne is the best I've ever smelled. Then I said, yes, it has positive vibes because there's the presence of Jehovah in it. You're going to smell good and it's going to attract favor. I think I need to mail you a bottle. Uh, uh, you know, I, should I will not, I will not argue against that. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so, so I was talking to one of my assistants who is also, she's also watching. She said, what else can you not do without this telling us? And I said, hmm, that's a good person. I cannot only do what my mind cannot allow me to do. Mm. A man and a woman has been designed to create. There is so much potential inside out because we were made in the image of the creator. Because we are made in the image of the creator, we have the, the, the abilities of the creator to create things. Um, and also, you have to understand that when you're so discouraged on your job, which means you're not supposed to be there, which means you're supposed to do something else. Sometimes this discomfort, these circumstances, they speak to us that you're supposed to change something or do something. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we... We, we become, we develop our own pity party, we become discouraged, we start blaming ourselves, blaming our parents, blaming God. All these things doesn't work. Do not blame God. Do not blame yourself. Do not even blame your mistakes you have today. What is it that you can do today? Mm, yes. Because what has been done has been done. Absolutely. They blame, they blame the creator. The creator has not done anything wrong. He gave you everything. 
There is so much unlimited things that we can do. And you know, yep. you will never discover not until you try today to do something. You know, sometimes you may, most talented people, at one time they felt the most gifted people. When I was growing up, I felt like I was not gifted at all. I felt like I did not have a gift. At one point, mm -hmm. I felt like I did not have a gift. But I had so much desire to create things, to do something. Um, but I did not have the opportunity to do it. It was not normal. Uh, I remember when, when we our first, first invention, was a bamboo bike. You can find it on CNA News, actually. It's still there on CNA News. Zambikes on CNA News, they have still kept it on. So if you go to CNA News, Zambikes, you find, you find on the business side, you find my, my bike is there. It has been- You do it all. <laughs> that's amazing. And, and it's just, but the, here's what people told me, said, you are a preacher. Just focus on your preaching. But I said, I love preaching, but also I love doing something practical for the people. Um, then when we started inventing a bike, they said, why not cars? Why not elephants? I said, we need something natural that can help the people. We need something mm -hmm. organic. So when we created it, CNN picked it up. BBC picked it up. It was all over the world. People were talking about it. Even I Oprah, love that. Even Oprah Winfrey knew about it. I, I met her and we talked. I said, you know the green bag? I says, oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Oprah Winfrey knows about your green bag. Oh, I, it was like a melting point for me. Like, wow. Because I used to so, Oprah is like an icon of Africa. You know, everybody loves Oprah. <laughs> yes, I honestly have to, I definitely can't even imagine that feeling of getting to meet Oprah. I have to ask about it. <laughs> um, but, you know, before we even get into that, as you talk through all that your innovations have brought about, the different opportunities you know, being able to meet someone like Oprah definitely is at the top of, of that list of many things that you probably did not even expect would happen. You know, when you set out to do something, and this kind of goes back to what we talked about before with your appearances on SpongeBob and being able to have these different opportunities open up, uh, just the, the beauty of seeing things that you had no idea were meant for you coming into fruition. You know, and I think that's one of the mo most marvelous things about life is we have a plan in our minds. We think by a certain age, I'm gonna be doing this. And if I keep doing this, this will happen. And this and this and this. And we over plan every little step of what we think our life is gonna be. But one of the most amazing parts about that is it can go completely different in a, in a great way, uh, in a way that's allowing you to learn. And something you said in the very uh, earlier, the very early part of that was understanding why things are happening to you. You know, changing your focus so that rather than focusing on the mistakes, blaming others, all the things that went wrong, all that you perceived to go wrong, because sometimes it might not actually be going wrong, as you know. Things might be falling apart so something better can come together. 
But when you shift that perspective from thinking about the what was me mindset into how am I learning and being a better person because of this? Let me pick myself back up. Let me work through this. Let me pivot. Let me adjust. And let me keep moving along. You know, and that's something that you're mentioning of uh, and showing through your own experiences when you are able to work through the uncertainty, navigate through any sort of adversity. I'm sure as far as marvelous as all these things are that you're sharing with us, it was not easy. This was not handed to you. There was all, not- kind of, all kind of failures. All kind yes, of and insecurity. that's the beauty of it. I th- thought I'm not smart enough. I'm not strong enough. I'm not good enough. I was going through all those actually that became a blessing because when I did something, when we did a bicycle and it was all over the news, all over the world, even I met even presidents in other countries, they want to meet me and greet me. They saying, thank you for what you're doing. One time I spoke to a number of diplomats. There were like 30 diplomats representing other countries. And I was a speaker. I was speaker to the diplomats. Things like that, they begin to change your life. You begin to say, um, actually, people believe in me. Why should I not believe in myself? <laughs> you know, people had more faith in me than I had faith in myself. I had faith to do things, but I didn't know I could do it. There's so many people there that are listening. They feel like they cannot do it. They're not able. Actually, you're stronger than you think. You are, you, you are more creative than you think. All you need is just to, to, to silence all these negativities, to silence them and just and just go and just do it. But, so. the, but when you're doing it, be conscious of being being loving. In your doing it, be intentional to be kind to people. Remember that the same weaknesses that you've gone through, the same insecurities that you've gone through, someone is going through those things. You need to pick them up. Be the one to pick them up. Be the one to, to encourage them. Somebody needs an encouragement. Can you imagine how much I would achieve if I had a mentor or a coach at a young age to push me? I, I would achieve more. But what really inspired me is to see people like Martin Luther King. They didn't have really mentors. Uh, the Mahatma Gandhi. These people didn't have mentors. Seeing all these people... Uh, you know the you know you know the West thing was like um most people that I talked to they were saying it's impossible. Everything that I was taught is impossible. It's what everything in me was screaming, I can do it. I remember the first time in the tenth grade I said, When I graduate, I'm gonna write my book. Then some people say, You can't. You can't no one just write books. You mean like a book? Then everything in me screamed, I want to write the book. And this was my first book. It's called You Shall Live. This is the first book I ever written. And this book has touched more lives, more young people all over the world than any other book. This was my first book. Then, then, I, then I started having other experiences with the creator. Then I lost this one. This one. It just started movements in Korea, all around the United States, all over, around the world, Australia, everywhere. This one. This was my second book. And of course, there is my other third book. Then I struggled with decision makings. This is another book. 
This book is actually one of the best for decision making. It's called The Game of Decisions because every day we are loaded with decisions. Every day, I don't know about you, Renee, but I face decisions every day. Every day. Especially being in business and being in things. Like right now, it's different the way I was 10 years ago, five years. Right now, it's like, you know, you, let me just say, I'm still the same person, but the responsibilities are much more greater because I have people that work for me now. Every decision will also influence people that work for me and 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 people look up to you. It's different. But the mm-hmm. best way actually is to stay yourself. And that is that is the most important piece of it all, you know. As you are achieving successes, writing books, um, seeing your books take off, seeing you know how things are coming together for yourself. I mean, as you talk about even meeting some of the the biggest names, I'm going to go back to Oprah because I have to, um, and meeting presidents and and meeting some of the biggest names in our world. It's easy to get caught up in that. And, and it's easy to lose yourself in that. And I think one of the most important pieces as you've been able to share is that you can't, you have to stay grounded to, you know, who you are, how you got started, where you are and where you're going, you know, moving with intention. I love, I love that, that concept. It's something I always try to stress, like move with intention. Everything you're doing um, is, is to work for the greater good. So I want to ask you, as you have been able to achieve such success across so many different avenues, you know, working with celebrities, writing 16 books, having best-selling books at that, being able to um, have products such as your bike and now your cologne line and, and fragrances and singing and being a voiceover artist. I mean, what helped you continue to keep going and not settle? Because I think that's also another part of this that we're talking about. Sometimes people can get complacent and thinking, and, and you know what? That might be for them. That's not for everyone. Us innovators and creators, we don't settle. We're never complacent. So what has helped you keep going through the failures, through the adversity, but also through the successes to not settle for just being a pastor or just being an author, but to be so many other things? Uh, What has helped me is to, um, what is the purpose of my life? Why am I here for on earth? You know, it's not just about having a good car a mansion or having a lot of being a bestseller or or meeting Oprah Winfrey, which I enjoyed so much. It's about a purpose. For me, I want to be a door opener to many, which I've been. I, I want to be able to, when I, the, the higher I go up, the more I want to help people. I want to help people. So what drives me is is that that I want to help somebody. It's not usually for me, but it's for, ev- for someone. And, and also, I, when I look at myself, I feel like I'm behind maybe 20 years of my life. I'm behind. I'm supposed to achieve more. Because now I realize how much has been put inside me that I was afraid to do. I was afraid to step out my own ideas. Mm. Now that I've seen my own ideas that they work, I've, I advise people and mentor people. I give them ideas and I see them working. Then I said, wow, there is something there. Um, now I started also to start trusting in my own intellect, trusting in, in that gift that, that the creator has given me to, to be able to, uh, to act on that and also 
everything you do, it's about everything you do, it's about it's about encouraging someone. For example, books, they are all about decision making. It's about struggles every day. I made bad decisions. I want people to make right decisions. Worries, they are still young. If they can make the right decision, they can always become the best and number one. There is, there is no trick. There is no magic on prosperity or success. There is, there, there is no myth behind it. It's a decision making and believing in yourself and believing in God that believes in you, that you can achieve beyond your forefathers. You can achieve beyond everyone else. And, and one thing, you know, I was laughing and talking to someone not too long ago. I said, do you know, Rene, do you know that we are living on the ideas of the dead people? <laughs> because look at the Roman philosophy and the Greek philosophy. It's what mm. really the world. What about your philosophy, Rene? Why can't you come up with a concept that will be used for generation? Right. What about what about, you know, so I think about these things that the 21st century, how does it look like in, in, in 100 years from now, 1000 years from now, how will the world look like? Uh, what philosophy or what, what mentality can I develop? So I think about all those crazy things, uh, which I believe everyone has got the power of imagination. The reason why sometimes people are in drug addiction, their, their life is in a mess. It's not because, it's because you're not doing what they were born to do. They, mm. they, if they're not doing what they're born to do, something else, something else grabs you. But if you find That's your true. passion, you find your passion and your purpose, you will not allow anything to stop you. Mm -hmm. That's what for me, it's not about meeting celebrities or the presidents or all this. Usually, I don't, when I meet them, I don't even feel they are great people. Not until I leave their presence. Then I said, oh, my God, I was just a great <laughs> person. Oh, my God. Okay. Because it's like when I meet them, it's like like going back to opera. When I met Oprah. It was a casual meeting, but we ended up chatting after she enjoyed talking to me. And <laughs> wanted to stop. She stopped the bodyguard. She was so cool. She said, no, I want to talk to him. So we started talking and talking and talking. We were like, we were like, you know, it was making sense. There are some energies that acknowledges the greatness in you and you can really feel it. Then you can, you can really feel, you see, like, like yourself, Rene, you carry so much creativity in you. You carry so much greatness in you. Sometimes you may not even know how to express it, but, but that's who you are. And you find that that greatness, that greatness, and, and sometimes, you know, somebody told me a few days ago, says, people don't like me. I'm always rejected. I said, are you kind? Are you loving? He said, yes, I am. I said, probably... You're too great for them. Mm, that's possible. Because great, they cannot accommodate your greatness. Mm -hmm. If they cannot accommodate your greatness, you, you have to be rejected. Then I said, stop hanging out with them because you are so great that they cannot 
accommodate your greatness. Unless your attitude is wrong, unless you are being bossy, those I understand. Mm-hmm. But but it's your attitude. The wow. Attitude. It's 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 all about attitude. Always when I meet somebody, even even Oprah, if I talked enough, I would have said, "What can I offer you? What can I do for you?" Because <laughs> I'm that type of the person. It doesn't matter how great the person is. You always say, "What can I do for you?" Because I want to be resourceful all the time. Yes, yes. Be resourceful. So I. I, I love so many things about what you're saying, and I, I know we're going to get ready to wrap up soon. So I have a couple last questions for you, um, and and to just tie into what you've been saying about the fact that you know you do have to be willing to put yourself first and prioritize yourself. And if it is, if somebody doesn't always agree with you, or if things don't always work out for your for you the way you think they're supposed to, to be able to understand that you're going to keep going. You know, if if for whatever reason, you're facing adversity, you're facing challenges, someone doesn't like you, it's not a knock on you. And I think sometimes we often take failures, rejection as personal, a personal attack. But it's understanding that it's bigger than you. You know, if, if someone doesn't like you, it might have nothing to do with you. Maybe it's something that they're working through. Or if something doesn't work out, a job you want or an opportunity, whatever it may be, you don't get the results that you wanted. It may not be because of you at all. Maybe they wanted something different. Maybe they weren't ready for you. Uh, so I think that in itself is very powerful of, of being able to just, again, shift that perspective and understanding just the nature of how things work. But also, as you mentioned, being genuine. You know, when you're in these conversations with presidents and Oprah and celebrities, you can't be um, someone that's, that's getting caught up in that. Because I'm sure if you had went up to Oprah, like every other one of her fans probably would of like being starstruck and um, babbling and tripping over your words and just, you know, not able to have a professional, very good conversation with her. I don't know that it would have went the same way. I don't. So I'm definitely curious for you, having been in these spaces, you know, conducting yourself as a professional, staying grounded, but also staying personal within that and being able to connect with people in a unique way because everybody has a different way that you can connect with them. You know, how have you worked in these spaces, especially amongst Oprah? And I'm, I, I need to know more about that encounter actually, but how have you been in these spaces and found that balance between being professional, but also still being yourself? Um, these are great people. They have accomplished so much. You always give honor to who, to who it belongs. Uh, first and foremost, meeting Oprah, I was honored. I, I was honored that I was able to meet somebody that I used to watch when I was a kid. And finally, this happened. I did not even plan. I didn't mm-hmm. plan. We were seated, all of us on the flat seat. We were, we were on somebody's birthday party. And we were seated there then. Actually, I didn't even pay attention to her. At first, I didn't know that was Oprah. That's one thing you should know. I didn't know that was Oprah. A lot of people were taking pictures and all that. I didn't pay attention. And that didn't register. (laughs) Somebody told me, can you take a picture of me and uh, for them and Oprah? So I took, I took, then I said, oh. Then I said, hi, Oprah. She said, hi. Then I said, oh, yeah. Uh, One time you commented on a, 
on our Twitter, on our Zambikes, the Greenback said, yeah, I know about that. Then we started talking about that. She said, yeah, I remember you. I, yeah, I, re I remember you. I saw you on this CNN. That's a long time ago because Oprah's got a heart for Africans. So he knew what was going on. Then she, she was asking me more questions and we were talking. We were really, it was normal. It was not fake. It was so genuine. It was not something I sketched or I planned. No, it was just a flow. And also, mm. I was so cautious if it was okay for me to keep discussing. She kept, right. saying, she kept saying, yeah, I want to learn more and we want to talk more. And, you know, you always need to look at the environment as well. You don't want to push yourself. One thing I've never done, I never push myself, like, to try to be in front of somebody. No, you always need to know if you're welcome or not. Mm, so I'll read the room. Oprah welcomed me. She was so sweet, by the way. And if she watches this, we love you. If she watches this, oh my gosh, if Oprah watches this, I will. You, you never know. Oh, yeah, we love you, Oprah. Let me we keep like it cool. you, no, I, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, she has been so inspiration to a lot of young, young African women and in South Africa and all over. You know, she has met some of my friends that she has worked with in South Africa. It's just amazing what she's doing. We all should mm -hmm. be doing something to help thing. You know, one thing about, it's about giving back. What do you do with your success? What do you do with your achievement? What do you do? The reason why people are discouraged, it's because they are like Dead Sea. You know, when you go to Israel, there is what you call the Dead Sea. The Dead Sea mm -hmm. only receives, receives, and receives. What happened? It smells and stinks because it doesn't give out. So a lot of people are very filthy, smelly. They're discouraged. Why? Because they don't give up. It's not just rich people, wealthy people. Every single person has got a capacity to give. Their, their capacity to be helpful. Uh, when we have given out, like, it could, we've given up even up 250,000 worth of med medical uh, equipments and in Africa and and medication just to help you you know it may not sound too much for others but for me when we gave that 250,000 worth of medical things and we gave the shoes over 150,000 pairs of shoes in South Africa in 2010 all these things even now the little bit of what I do in Los Angeles we give we give blankets when it is freezing in Skid Row we give those we give them blankets. We give them food. Uh, we we were we were we just finished one thing about one day in LA, where we were all my organization was invited, and then Dustin Bieber performed for the charity for one day LA and many others. It was really good. Uh, you know, spending time with the poor who don't do not even know who you are. Some of these people they don't even know that you you just. You just love people, genuinely love people. Mm -hmm. I like helping people that can't help me back. I, right. I help lifting somebody up that I know that no one else can ever help them. That's really my heart. So um, the key is when you're genuine, people can, can lead your energy, either you're fake or you're genuine. They can feel mm -hmm. it. People can feel you. Either they're, they're religious, non-religious, there is something inside the human that God has put that 
that people are able to sense. So just be yourself. I love and it. Be respectful. Be respectful. The, the, the words are like, people ask me, what's your advice? I always say, keep it real and keep it simple. Most of the time yes. I've met all these, be presidents, be senators, be mayors that I meet all the time. I'm always myself. I love it. And that's the, that's the important piece. Keep it real, keep it simple. You know, and, and as you're mentioning, a lot of great advice there uh, that hopefully people are listening to, taking notes, remembering, whether it's mental notes, physical notes, because you, you have talked to a lot of great points. It is bigger than you. You know, for as great as it is meeting Oprah and presidents, I'm sure it was just as great and fulfilling also being able to give back and help so many people through the work that you do and help so many people, whether it's through the books that you're writing, you know, the work you're doing as a philanthropist, being out in the community, there's so many different areas you're pouring into to, you know, create this legacy that's bigger than you. That's about extending the, the hand, an open hand to someone else. So you do a lot of great things and I am so proud of you for that. And, and I commend you for all that you continue to do. And I want you to just share with our audience exactly where they can follow you. Where can they keep up with all you, that you have going on? You're doing events. You're writing. You've got your 16 books, best-selling books of that. You're all over doing great things. So where can those tuning in also keep up with you? Yeah, one, one thing is do not limit yourself just in one career. Do not limit yourself just in what you learned at school. Also, follow your intuitions. Write down some of those ideas. They can bring in billions and billions of dollars. So uh, I, because of all these things, I have a monthly free webinar that I do called uh, 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 it's a, it's a webinar. Um, it, it's a masterclass for strategies. Um, so I, you can find, we always post it on our LinkedIn, uh, which is Gershom's, Dr. Gershom Sikala, and also uh, Twitter, which I haven't used much. I should be using much. And also the, the website, GershomSikala.org. And also on Facebook, you can, uh, yeah, um, we are more active on Facebook, but now we're getting more, we're actually active in three things, LinkedIn, Facebook, and uh, Instagram. Um, but you can all, everything is connected, actually. You can, it's so easy to find me, actually. So that's why I have to say the right things every time because it's so easy <laughs> to find me. And, and I've, I've come up with this. I'm approachable. Even if my social media is not learned by me, it's learned by my team, but I'm always there like to check who is there because I don't want to be this untouchable person, this impossible person. I know that whatever greatness I have, it's a gift to the mankind. It's a gift for me to, I remember I, I was in Skid Row and one person uh, saw me in one magazine or some kind and said, are you, are you Gershom Sikala? I said, yes, I am. He says, why is it that you're so simple? Can I take a picture with you? I said, of course, anytime, as many as I take. Oh no, you froze a little. <laughs> what I have, it's a gift from the creator so I can be a gift to every human being uh, on earth where possible. Possibly I'm intentional. Whoever I meet, even if it's a minute, 
I want them to feel special. Mm. Yes, and, because and again, it, it's it's not well, how finally, it's. Finally, I want to say, Oprah made me feel special. That's one thing that that woman touched me. She made me look like I'm a, like I'm a biggest shot. You know what I mean? She made me look like very special. You could feel that energy that she made you look. I said, my God, I've learned something from this. Even just this, just with her for, for that moment feeling great. I said, I want to I wanna do that. I want to make everyone feel great. I think we can all learn from that. You know, mm. we can... Um, yeah, I don't want to say too much things, but we have classes, weekly meetings. I'm I'm busy, and uh, and if you're watching this program, uh, there is a there is a book called Speak to the Wind. You can uh, you can ask for it. Uh, we we'll send you a ebook for free. Speak to the Wind. It's a book about hope. Um, these days, with all what's going on, you you need to have positive vibes. So I didn't think about it. Now I'm talking about giving. My team always <laughs> says, don't give too much. Okay, I'm not going to give all the books, but I'm going to give out one book, Speak to the Wind, because people are going through this discouragement. So if you, if you, are, watch, you, are, you are watching this program, just say you, you watched uh, uh, Renee Washington program, and uh, I want to, uh, I'm asking for the book. So you have to mention her, then that way you were not able to buy it. Then we'll be able to send you that copy called Speak to the Wind. Then All right. Amazons. Yeah. Oh, there's a there's a giveaway here. <laughs> um, so it's a copy of your book. Repeat that one more time for somebody that was not paying attention to that. <laughs> okay. I'm giving out a free book, an ebook called Speak to the Wind. It's a book that talks about speaking to your situation, not allowing a situation to talk to you, but you need to talk to your attitude to change. You need to talk to your fear to change. You need to talk to all this. So I'm giving out this as a free book, as a gift to everyone. And you just have to mention the name Renee, then I'll be able to, we'll be able to, to, to send you an electric book for you. Of course, if you want to get the, the best number one best it was number one bestseller. Look at God book. You can find it on Amazon and Breakthrough Thinking. That has uh, Breakthrough Thinking has been in the hands of a lot of celebrities, like the A-list celebrities. Almost a number of them, almost each one of them has it. As many as I've met, I've given them books. <laughs> as you should, as you should. Well, I really do appreciate you for this. So again, for everybody listening, if you say my name, Renee at um, checkout, I guess it will be, um, for when you are purchasing an ebook copy of Speak With the Speak with Wind, excuse me. Am I saying this right? Spe I don't want to mess up this giveaway. Okay, Speak to the Wind. <laughs> oh, I thought there's a typo there. Oh my gosh, I'm giving people the wrong information. No problem. Bear with us here. So wind, <laughs> um, I was like, that doesn't make sense. I thought it was called Speak to the Wind. So when You're you are going, <laughs> when you are going to check out a copy of Speak to the Wind. Make sure that you use my name to get that giveaway and take advantage of it. I'm actually going to do so myself. I love books, I love reading, so I'm definitely gonna check it out. Um, and I just really appreciate you taking time to join us because Doc, you have a lot of great things going on for you. And, and I noticed, as you mentioned, being approachable, that was one thing that stood out to me. You're very approachable, very easygoing, very down to earth. 
and it's and you're just so grounded. And I really appreciate you taking time to join us on the show for this positive vibes only segment, bringing so many positive vibes. I think I know it, it, it filled up my cup, um, and I hope it did for others that are tuning in too, just to be able to hear all these great experiences, advice, insight that you were able to share. So thank you so much for taking time to join us. It really has been a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you for having me. Love you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. And for everybody that is tuning in, I want to leave you with one final quote because it jumped out at me as Dr. Gershom Sakala was speaking of, I've learned that people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but that people will never forget how you made them feel. And that was said by the late, great Dr. Maya Angelou. So that is a big aspect of what our first guest, Harry Forrester, was saying, as well as Dr. Gershon Sakala, of being impactful, influential, and being able to connect with people in a very powerful, personable way. So thank you all so much for tuning in to another edition of Beyond the Headlines with Renee Washington. It's really been a pleasure on this Thursday evening to have a chance to connect with you and bring you some positive vibes, some great stories, and some great insight. I'm hoping that you'll walk away with your cup filled as you get ready to prepare for the weekend. So be sure to hit that subscribe button to keep up with all we've got going on each and every week. And I look forward to seeing you right back here for another edition of Beyond the Headlines each and every week with more great guests coming your way. Have a great one, everyone. I'll see you next time. Bye. Only on Beyond the Headlines, this is Beyond the Headlines. <laughs> Only on Beyond the Headlines, this is Beyond the Headlines. <laughs> Only on Beyond the Headlines, this is Beyond the Headlines. With Renee Washington.